Right now, Edward Snowden's like, man, if I had just gone through all the proper channels as a whistleblower, I could have been discredited for political gain much faster. This is Secondhand News. All right, it's September 27th, 2019, and this is episode one of Secondhand News, a, a comedic political rundown of the week where we're sick and satired of the commander in grief. Yeah, we trample the Trump transmission with our targeted testimony, huh? And we tell politics, hey, what gives? And you can head over to Secondhand News Podcast on Instagram and tell us exactly which of those taglines is the worst. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by your roommate's milk. Your roommate's milk. Go for it. He won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that laugh you're hearing over there is the woman who loves whale watching so much, she's literally the only person with a restraining order from a beluga. Laura, hi. Hello, hello. And my co-host is Dave Colombo, the man who sounds like he sold you your Cadillac and looks like he believes in Bigfoot. Hey, I like that very much. Uh, that was to- the nicer of any of my roast jokes. <laughs> oh, it's very, yeah, it's, I appreciate you editing it down to, I, I sound like I sold you a Cadillac. You should, mm-hmm. re- what's it going to take to get you into this podcast today? <laughs> um, this is our humble first episode. Yeah, I feel good. I, 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 yes, I don't know if I would describe it as humble as like us coming out of the gate going like, hey, how y'all doing today? But it's a thing where like whatever first episode you do, if something like let's say this takes off, we're going to look back on this and be like, wow, this was us when we sounded the worst, when we Mm -hmm. had the worst dynamic, when we just hadn't figured it out yet. So this is us at our worst. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to look back on it and go like, oh, we were so bad. (laughs) Right. As far as first episode goes, uh, this isn't necessarily just a baptism of fire. This is a baptism of napalm. Yeah, no, this is this is we are waking up and we are smelling the conspiracy right now. It's insane. This is the kind of week where the president mocking a 12 year old girl didn't even make the news. Oh, absolutely. No, I I, I mean, almost anything can fly in under the radar. I mean, like, guys, if you want to, like, become a serial killer, like now's the time. Yeah, it would be like, you know, uh, 12 were killed in uh, New Jersey today. But also, did you see what Trump did? Like, it would just (laughs) it would just it's like. I got to pay attention to the news. This one's going to fly in. It is your lucky day. It's kind of like one of those times when you get stopped for a speeding ticket mm-hmm. and then the cop gets a call because there was this major car crash and he's like, it is your lucky day right now. Go I got to go. Go ahead <laughs> there, slugger. Just don't do it again. This is the kind of week where I had to say, I'm sorry I didn't get any of your texts, but the breaking news push notifications about corruption literally drained all of my battery. I sort of feel like the news is like if I had to personify it into a thing, it would be an overwhelmed single mother. Absolutely. At this point, it's a single mother. She like the kid has pooped on the carpet. Um, You know, he's lying about Ukraine and she's just like, fuck it. Eat marshmallows for breakfast. I'm going to go drink Galliano. Yeah. I mean, I think we should. This is a good, like, quick little introduction as to why. Why are we doing this podcast? I I, I can only speak for myself because it gets so you're so it's so easy to completely forget what happened last week and the week before and the yeah. week before. And it becomes the new normal. And I think that we just need to catalog the level of insanity because I feel like in gyms up and down Washington, D.C. right now, Republican politicians are working on their cardio, building their stamina and their calf muscles that will specifically help them dash to the elevators to avoid reporters' questions. 
there's just this conspiracy of, 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 of quiet. I don't have to respond, so I won't. And hopefully I can fly in under the radar. I cannot respond. And we have to document the day-to-day insanity of the Trump administration if for no other reason than a little on down the line when someone like Elizabeth Warren gets elected and Hannity does a whole show about the fact that she used Italian dressing on a salad as proof that she doesn't put America first, we can politely flip through this Rolodex and remind conservatives exactly how much they tolerated with their silence. I'm just here to tell jokes and hopefully make money. Okay, was that too preachy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So let's uh, well, let's get into it, right? Mm-hmm. Breaking news: uh, Proud of the country, moving to impeachment. <laughs> that that joke only makes sense if you remember obscure alternative hits from the mid '90s. Pelosi makes the impeachment inquiry Facebook official, huh? Huh? Uh, It's been a crazy week with the revelation of a July phone call when President Trump tried to strong arm the Ukrainian president to investigate Joe Biden, which came to light from a whistleblower complaint. And let me just say, thank God for whistles, since finally it's good news that something's getting blown in the White House. Oh, snap. Is it, This podcast isn't about making a point or anything. It is just to see how many times you can get to see me have a face of disappointment. That really is the bulk of it. Yeah. Um, I'd like to personally congratulate the one person who put their money uh, on this for their impeachment pool. That's a long shot. You know, OK, what's going to bring down Trump? Tax evasion, emoluments clause, caging families. Nah, I'm going to put all my money on the president of Ukraine. <laughs> This is this is that rare Trump scandal that lasted more than a week. Usually by now we're saying, wow, ever since the president held an entire press conference with his hand stuck in a toaster and then denied it by releasing photos of the toaster with a hastily scribbled hand drawn in Sharpie over it. I barely even remember that he sought foreign interference to help win an election. There is it's just it's it's so much of a dumpster fire right Mm -hmm. now. I don't really even quite know where to start. I mean, let, let, let's let's go back to the whistleblowing. Here is my confusion about whistleblowing. Mm-hmm. We are taught when we are kids, do not tattletale. But then when we are adults, we're at the airport. They say, if you see something, you say something. Mm-hmm. So what does whistleblowing fall under? Is it snitching or is it doing your country service? We should probably just ask Snowden. <laughs> That's He's be the, only the ultimate tattletale. Yeah. I consider whistleblowing an incredible act of courage because you know that you are going to be shat on. You are not going to sit with anybody in the cafeteria for a really long time. What are you going to do when you have kids and like one of your kids turns in the other and you're like, that's tattletaling. And you're like, nah, it's whistleblowing. If any of my kids said that to me, automatically you're getting dessert for breakfast. <laughs> like I can't. You, I have a child who is a genius, apparently. I can never argue with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, honey, you need to stop having a tantrum. It's not a tantrum. It's a filibuster. <laughs> Ten stuffed animals for you right there. Like, <laughs> how can you possibly punish a child who can pull up those kinds of arguments? Mm-hmm. Also, you listen to the Republicans and they are condemning the whistleblower. The whistleblower was Rudy Giuliani. The whistleblower was Trump. We don't even need a whistleblower. Giuliani said this on the news. He said, yes, we asked Ukraine about Joe Biden. We asked for information. It doesn't matter what the whistleblower says. We have the transcript. So Trump just indicted himself and Giuliani confirmed it. I don't know where else to go with this. (laughs) Neither do the Republicans. 
Representative Kevin McCarthy is the current House Minority Leader, California's 23rd Congressional District. And what he said was, what world leader will sit with the president if they know the transcript will be published? Mm. I didn't think that that was a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, no, but isn't that the whole thing? We want transparency. Like, I want you should be able to have a phone call with another world leader and know that, like, yeah, we'd be fine with this being like published. But to be fair, Trump like took this transcript and was like, yeah, here, it's fine. Look at it. And all of us were like, this is a little creepy. If you're following the conservative narrative of what constitutes being unpresidential, apparently right now, this is what they think. It would be fine if Obama had called a foreign nation for dirt on a political opponent as long as he's not wearing a tan suit while he does it. I'm not saying that rationalizing the president's behavior is tying them in knots, but just saying the name Rudy Giuliani, I'm hungry for a pretzel. (laughs) He's a lot like a pretzel. He's salty. He's twisted himself around to the point that he has no beginning or end. And the fact that I can't get enough of him can't be good on my heart. So the White House announced that they were going to release a transcript of the call, and you could just hear the sound of White House aides cracking open a fresh box of Sharpies in preparation. The transcript of the call stopped the bleeding of the scandal the way you stop the bleeding of a paper cut by overhand throwing an axe at it, because it was bad, wasn't it? It was extremely bad, but also, and Trump called it perfect. Mm -hmm. He kept calling it, no, it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect call. My question is... What does Trump define as perfect? Because him and I have very two different definitions of what is perfect. For him, a perfect phone call is with a girl named Monica going like, oh, my God, President, your hands are so big. (laughs) Yeah. For me, like a perfect phone call ends with like somebody delivering pizza. So there was the release transcript of the call. um, And I don't know if you read it, but at the beginning of the call, there's so much padding on the back and congratulations that I'm not entirely sure the note takers just didn't catch Trump muttering his usual pep talk to himself in the mirror before picking up the phone. And then there was the big moment. So does the president ask for a bribe? No, but that's just because he can't pronounce quid pro quo. (laughs) There's a moment after the president of Ukraine mentions the purchase of military assistance and the president immediately brings up the Bidens by specifically asking for a favor. And you can literally hear the mandolin of the godfather theme come on in the background it's so shady it's oh, so insanely it's like shady. scorsese directed this yep i'm waiting for joe pesci to just walk in and be like am i a clown to you right how how like because because republicans are really trying hard like okay this yeah that's fine no this is that's not that's not bad what it happened is, it is black and white it is right there it is spelled out mm-hmm. it is absolutely done And that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> well, thank you. we figured that out. We solved that. I, cause, cause here's the thing. It's not subjective, is my point. No. It, it's very clear what he's saying and what he's doing. He admitted that he did this before we got the transcript. And even before that, he told us he would be open to doing something like this. He so, said he would be open to uh, foreign adversaries giving him dirt on opponents. So I think we all just need to remember. He said he would hear it. We need to remember this simple phrase. The thing he said is the thing he said he said, and before he said it and said he said it, he said he'd say it if he had the chance to say it. That was quite well done. I love the way you look at me sometimes. I enjoy all of Trump's comments. I mean, he's saying, like, this is the single greatest winch hunt in American history, except for witch hunts. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, there were you know there were actually witch hunts. There were actually witch hunts. I think that the real witch hunt was a lot worse. It's like when when you see like a car company doing like there's a tsunami of savings. It's like really come on. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, let let's but like let's be fair. Let's be fair to Trump. I mean, you know, he at one point in Salem, there were people who were being falsely accused of being witches and being hung. He is getting tweeted at by a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. I mean, the poor, poor man. Mm-hmm. Trump constantly says that he is the most attacked president in our history. Mm-hmm. And you just you see Lincoln and JFK in the background going like, really? Because we were actually attacked. I like, I like, I've been persecuted more than anybody in, in more than any other president in history. Now I'm going to go home to my gold house. Okay, so uh, ha- so the intelligence hearings, mm-hmm. they've been absolutely fantastic. Like listening to the Republicans, the Republicans sound like they've been in couples therapy for a year. <laughs> That's what they said. Like. Look, they said the same stuff like when I was in couples therapy, same thing of like, I don't even know why we're here. (laughs) I don't even know why we're here. This should be private. We nothing wrong happened. Every time I would pay attention, you could tell immediately if the person asking the questions was a Democrat or Republican, because the Democrats would be like, do you agree with this? Is this logical? Should this happen? Is this okay that this has happened. What is the moral responsibility? And then the Republicans are just like, you are a decorated soldier, veteran. Posture is incredible. (laughs) Just the way you have had to tolerate this insane <laughs> point of order. Can I go kiss him on the mouth? <laughs> like that's, that's how it felt like to me. It comes down to, for me, it comes down to, okay, Republicans, what's your defense? What it, don't don't demonize like because because right now the talking point is demonize Democrats defend your president if you really think that he's not doing anything wrong what's your argument do you have one but they can't it's like it's like us by the end of Breaking Bad we couldn't defend Walter White anymore we no. just we can't we're like yes I am rooting for the villain thank you I know he's a total douche now I don't care. Well, thank you so much for listening to the first episode. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Dave Saw Stuff and Laura High Five. Uh, it's the number five. And on Secondhand News Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to our very first episode. Please like and subscribe. Give us a rating. Like all of our stuff on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Follow, retweet, comment. I don't... Is there something else? Emoji us. <laughs> we should say we are uh, we are produced by Blunder Theory, and you can find all of our stuff online on YouTube and Facebook and all that jazz. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>